Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. And we're four days from Christmas. Good morning, Treasure Valley. December 21st, 2022. And I uh, hope you're having a good day so far. Uh, a little chilly out. Going to get colder here in the next couple days. And supposed to have a little bit of snow at some point here this morning. So be careful out there when you're making your commute. Hopefully you don't have to bust your rear end uh, for the next few days at least as we approach Christmas. Uh, today we have for you another opportunity to get qualified for the Axes of Christmas. With Christmas Movie Catastrophe. And I've got a report for you on uh, streaming dumbass, and there was a situation. So I had to change it up and uh, watch a different movie because uh, I made a stupid mistake and de- didn't double check something. But we'll get into that here in a little bit. We'll have Pop Culture Smackdown, get you some tickets to Fit for a King. They're coming to town here in uh, February. And then we'll try to have a little bit of fun. Some stories here and there. You know, be pals, be friends, be family. All of those things, and of course, I will do some music. Got some evanescence on the way. Here is some music from Nirvana. This smells like teen spirit. Can you smell it? Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Well, it's a world we're probably just uh, out of get real used to, and that is our phone and devices that we have on us controlling and doing everything. Uh, Apple continues to roll out a feature that will allow residents of participating U.S. states to add their driver's license or state ID to the wallet app on their iPhone and Apple Watch, providing a convenient and contactless way to display proof of identity or age. Uh, The feature is only launched in Arizona, Colorado, Maryland so far, but Apple shared a list of additional U.S. states committed to supporting IDs in the wallet app in the future. Uh, Those would be Connecticut, Georgia, Hawaii, Iowa, Kentucky, Mississippi, Ohio, Oklahoma, and Utah. No word on if Idaho will do that, but what are you, for that, against that? How do you feel? I mean, it's not, listen, at this point, it's like my insurance cards are on there. I don't even have paper ones anymore, which fortunately I have never had to use, but I'm like, I I hardly ever open that app and I don't know the password. The proof of insurance is such a pain in the rear end to prove sometimes when you don't have it right there with you. God, I've had to go to court a couple times for that because I'm an idiot. So, uh, <laughs> that's pro- that's my fault, though. It's not because the technology doesn't work. So, it's nice to ha- be able to have that on your hand whenever and not be, you know, have to have some sort of piece of paper or something. So, I mean, I wouldn't mind this except for the fact that it's on an iPhone. No biggie for me. So, let me know what you think. Uh, All right, in the world of sports, not too much going on, but uh, billionaire mortgage lender Matt Ishbia has agreed to purchase the majority stake of the Phoenix Suns and the WNBA's Mercury for a record price of $4 billion. Ishbia and current owner Robert Sauver 
announced this yesterday. So, uh, like Nick keeps saying, you know, uh, these guys, these, these terrible people who uh, are billionaires who own these uh, sports franchises, uh, only get punished by making more money. So, uh, tell you this: uh, that the Suns weren't worth four billion dollars, or the Mercury, for that matter, when Robert Sarver bought the team. And I don't know how long he's been the owner, but uh, either way, that's. Uh, a weird thing. Be a terrible person, do terrible things, and become a billionaire. Eastbound 94 is up Whoa. to speed between Napa and Boise. There are no delays on the connector from the flying wide. No reason. I have no idea why that happened, everybody. My greatest apologies. I was not done. You hold on. You hold on, Mr. Traffic Man. Uh, Jason Momoa, good dude, because he was photographed lo loading a Christmas tree into his truck, which he later delivered to his ex-wife. Lisa Bonet. Now, according to Entertainment Tonight, uh, the Aquaman actor, or maybe former Aquaman actor, uh, tied the Norway spruce tree down before driving it to Bonet's Malibu home. The pair shared two children together, 14-year-old Lola and 13-year-old uh, Nicole Wolf. So, good, good dad right there. Taking care of business. Can't help but to uh, to love that. Now, uh, i got to figure out how this works and uh, how to start this over. Um because we got Export Wars traffic coming up here. Another chance for Christmas movie catastrophe. And then we'll have a wrap-up of the morning after uh, streaming dumbass. My apologies. My apologies. Catastrophe. To qualify for the axes of Xmas on 100.3, the X rocks. Yeah, and we're having a good time with the uh, Christmas movie catastrophe in a... Uh, it uh, it is a lot of fun, and it, Nick went to a lot of work to come up with these. And some of these are real, and some of these are fake. I'll give you a the movie title and the description, and you have to tell us whether it's fake or real. And if you do that, you get qualified for a chance to win one of the axes of Christmas. Uh, we have got uh, off the table our Shine Down, Ghost, and Papa Roach. Uh, we got this amazing five finger death punch guitar right behind me that we just had signed, uh, and um, we've got uh, let's see here, Theory of a Dead Man, Aaron Jones. Uh, we've got I Prevail and a couple other guitars. So let's pick us out a contestant, shall we? Hello, the X. Hello. Hey, good morning. What's your name? It's Trisha. Trisha, how are you today? I am wonderful. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Now you you know how the Christmas movie catastrophe works, right? Yes, sir. All right, here we go. Here is the movie title. In Love with Santa, Chris Kringle is on his first Christmas trip since his bitter separation from Mrs. Claus. And since cutting carbs and getting a gym membership, there's been a lot of mommies kissing Santa Claus, if you get what we mean. Is that real or fake? Oh, my God. What's the title again? In Love with Santa. Can I say fake? It is fake. Thank God, man. Uh, unless it's on some uh, some uh, place that we don't normally see television shows, if you get what I'm saying. Uh, so there you go, Trish. Uh, you are qualified. Hold on. I'll get your info. And, uh, yep, there you go. You have another chance today with Jason Drew and with Adam to uh, play Christmas Movie Catastrophe. And how much fun is this? I love it. I love it. I we've been I've been watching a lot of these stupid holiday movies. Uh, of course, we'll talk a little bit about that coming up here with streaming dumbass because we had to uh we had to take an audible yesterday afternoon i'll explain all that coming up here in just a few on the morning after with nick and big J. that's audio slave it's i'm the highway here on the uh 100.3 the x rocks the morning after with nick and big J. 
And uh, yesterday at this time, we uh, had three movies for you to select for me. Uh, the one that got the most votes was called Reno 911. It's a wonderful heist. I play on It's a Wonderful Life. Now, uh, what I didn't do very well was uh, make sure that this movie would be available for me to watch. And uh, it had already aired once uh, on Comedy Central, so I figured it would be available on video demand. I mean, I got pretty much everything, right? And uh, I went and looked, and it isn't playing again until December 25th, so on Christmas. Uh, you could also go and buy it, but I'm not going to go buy it for 10 bucks because I'm never going to watch that movie again. <laughs> So, plan B, I went with the movie that got the second most votes. And that movie was on Netflix, and it was called Falling for Christmas, starring Lindsay Lohan. Now, this has been up in the top of the Netflix movies for a while, so they've been shoving this into our face. And uh, we, the family, we considered watching it a couple times and passing on it. And uh, so, we had to watch it yesterday. Now, uh, Mason and my wife, uh, they did some puzzles. While the movie was was playing, and it's as as you can imagine. Uh, the story follows Lindsay Lohan. She is uh, uh, the daughter of a hotel magnet, played by Jack Wagner from General Hospital. <laughs> and he, uh, she, uh, she's engaged to get married to this stupid influencer guy, and they go up uh, to take pictures on this picturesque mountain doing some skiing, but she doesn't ski. She ends up falling down, hitting her head, and getting amnesia, and this nice family takes care of her. They have a struggling inn and small little uh, resort, and uh, well, you can imagine what happens after that. They kind of fall for each other, and then somebody finds that she's uh, this missing person, etc., etc. It's pretty cringy. It's not great, and uh, while there is a, you know, a you know, happy ending and all of that uh, stuff, there are a ton of other Christmas movies that you can pick from uh, that are on the slate for Netflix that um, you can you can check out. This one you can avoid falling for Christmas. While uh, you know Lindsay's dipping her toe back in the acting world, she she needs to, a little bit of work. Let's put it that way. And she's had some work on her face, which is sad because she's not that old. So falling for Christmas, uh, not approved. I bet though the Reno 911 would be. So, uh, you know, maybe I'll give an update after the holidays and that thing's available to watch uh, for free on demand. How about that? There you go. Ha! Ah, we have got coming up here. We're going to hell. We'll get you another um, report on important stuff. And uh, we're going to talk about a band here locally that uh, has had some bad luck who've been on a world tour. They've been opening for Avatar. That band is called Magic Sword. We'll even play a little Magic Sword for you. Freak you out because there's no words to the song. <laughs> Prepare yourselves. Let's get you another check of the traffic, however. After with Nick and Big J. Yay, go Idaho! An Idaho man with a serial record breaking beard, God bless this guy, earned another title with his facial hair when he decorated his face with 710 multicolored Christmas ornaments. Joel Strasser of CUNA earned the record for most beard bobbles in a beard when he managed to affix the 710 ornaments to his facial hair. Guinness World Records announced. Now, Strasser previously had set the record in 2019 with 302 bobbles and broke his own record in 2020 with 542 and then broke it again in 2021 with 688. So, Lord knows what's going to happen next year. And I remember... 
like when uh, like th- this kind of started to, to make uh, its way on the internet a few years ago and everybody's like hey this would be great for you BJ <laughs> like stop showing me this I don't want to put ornaments in my beard but hey congratulations to Joel way to kick some ass for beards and Idaho brother yes indeed um, and in uh, some sporting news here We'll just play this. There we go. That'll work. That'll work for what we need to do. Uh, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl yesterday went down. Eastern Michigan kicked the crap out of San Jose State. 41-27. to Now, it took 35 years, but Eastern Michigan has won another bowl game. And the Eagles did it against the San Jose State program again. It's the second bowl win ever. And it's the first since 1987 against San Jose State. So, well, there you go. And I have some very bad news to report. Uh, Franco Harris, the Hall of Fame running back whose heads-up play thinking, uh, thinking authored the Immaculate Reception, considered the most iconic play in NFL history, has passed away at the age of 72. So rest in power, Franco Harris. Now, this uh, coming with the uh, just a couple days before the 50th anniversary of the play, and I think that there was going to be an honorary thing happening uh, at the game in Pittsburgh. So uh, very unfortunate. No word on uh, what uh, was the leading cause of that. But uh, rest in power, Franco Harris, uh, Hall of Famer. Bummer. Um, James Cameron, of course, has been in the news a lot thanks to uh, Avatar Way of the Water being out there. So he's been on the press junket. And uh, he's, people are obviously asking a lot of questions about Avatar, but... They're also asking him about Titanic still and about the ending uh, of Jack uh, trying to get onto the damn door. And so there's a theory that, uh, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio's character Jack could have survived along with Kate Winslet's character Rose on that door. And uh, a question was asked uh, recently whether he regretted letting Leonardo DiCaprio's Jack die and he didn't hesitate. James Cameron said, no, he needed to die. He told the Toronto Sun, reiterating that it was an artistic choice. It's like Romeo and Juliet. It's a movie about love and sacrifice and morality. The love is measured by the sacrifice. Now, uh, not only that, though, there is a forensic analysis showed it would have been impossible for Jack and Rose to both survive on the floating door in the freezing cold waters. There's going to be a special about this. That's what James Cameron said <laughs> to put it finally to rest. Ridiculous. Meanwhile, Avatar, uh, The Way of the Water, continues to rake in all the money. So, uh, there you go. (laughs) It's crazy and weird. Uh, We're going to hell here coming up in a little bit. And uh, let's see here. Stop doing stupid things for Christmas. That's what's going to happen here. And we're going to hell coming up next. But we should probably get you another check of your traffic. Bringing to light stories that are incredibly f***ed up. Oh, man, we're going to hell. What the The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Now, from time to time, we like to use We're Going to Hell as a public service announcement and a reminder. Um, And thanks to a doctor in the United Kingdom who's gathering some attention for advising some of her online followers, no doubt in a viral attempt, but wants to remind people that please, here are a few things not to do with your Christmas ornaments. Uh, One of them is to put them where they don't belong. (laughs) Don't put stuff where it doesn't belong. Because ornaments are delicate in some cases. 
They can break and they have sharp edges and they will cut your intestines and your colon and the inside of you know what's it's. Okay? So don't put them there. Again, uh, this uh, doctor also says, uh, gynecologist, by the way, says that this goes without saying. And several people have to be hospitalized uh, every year because of this. Because of sharp and hazardous nature of ornaments. They can break into pieces near sensitive areas. So the threat of them cutting your genitals is great. Along those lines also... Don't put your stuff into things. You could catch bacterial infections from different festive ornaments and decorations. So, for you adventurous people out there who sometimes like to adventure alone, just consider for a moment the worst case scenario. And then perhaps, perhaps those moments of excitement and wonderment will go away. And you can go back to your old standard practices. Or really start to use that imagination and not physically use the ornaments and the different Christmas tree things and, you know, maybe just stay away from the tree altogether. If you get what I'm saying. All right? We don't need any disastrous... I mean, and that's, you know, it's not a story you want to tell to people. It's embarrassing. And then the next thing you know, it's another we're going to hell story about how you lost some genitals because you didn't go to the doctor because you were embarrassed because of the ornament that you put somewhere. You get it? Good. I'm glad we had this conversation. Every year, baby. Every damn year. All right. There's some fellows who need our help. There's a GoFundMe page. They're great dudes. They're a local band. Had some notoriety a few years ago. Uh, nationally and have uh, been on a hell of a tour this year worldwide so we'll talk about magic sword we'll play magic sword here uh, song as well in just a few so stick around for that here in the morning after with nick and big j it's the offspring you're gonna go you're gonna go far kid here on the x rocks now uh this next band you know they got some national notoriety when their song appeared in the trailer for thor ragnarok uh they spent a good portion of the year last year opening for avatar throughout the world and a little different man local band they do synth wave and uh, i I'm, I'm a fan just because i dig that kyle style of music so it's gonna be an interesting ride because there's no words to this hope i don't lose you because when we come back from this song we're going to talk about how you can help these guys if you're so inclined this is their song magic swords in the face of evil here on the x rocks i dig it in the face of evil magic sword a band that uh, has played here in the treasure valley a ton because they're from the treasure valley of course uh, big time at tree fort and uh in general um you know they they went on a worldwide tour with avatar opening up for them uh when they played here uh, last year, I mean, it was it was great. So uh, the avatar, I'm sorry, not the avatar, but the magic sword guys. They had their uh, the equipment stolen out of their trailer. Uh, I believe it was in Portland, and uh, just on the X's Facebook page, we shared uh, their GoFundMe page. So uh, they're trying to raise $50,000. They're halfway to that goal, and um, you know, uh, like I said in the post. Uh, local musicians to us here at the X are very important and it doesn't matter if they're metal or if they're hard rock or if they're country 
synthwave, whatever. It's important to us, and we want to make sure that you remember that, and uh, we want to bring to light any situation we can. And so uh, you can go check out that GoFundMe, Magic Sword, two words. And then, of course, uh, exclusive on Sunday nights. Randy hosts that. He is awesome at it. Play a bunch of local music. It's brand new X-Rock, so you can't go wrong there. And, yeah, again, there we don't discriminate either. So uh, if you're into that, check it out. Sunday nights at 10 p.m. There you go. Uh, best of luck to the Magic Sword folks, and hopefully uh, they are able to recoup that and and get that going. And and seriously, I mean, this just happened to Crowbot like uh, a month ago where they were about to go on tour, and somebody – stole their entire trailer like right from underneath they were just set all everything was in it so i mean there's like something going on with that and much like tools and catalytic converters there's a bunch of scumbags out there who were doing this so uh yeah there you go i do love synthwave i can't help it all right uh we've got pop culture smackdown coming up in the 8 30 hour hour here with a chance for you to win tickets to fit for a king they're coming to the knitting factory um and we'll do another round of important stuff but we should get another look at your traffic the morning after with nick and big j well i'm sure you got most of your christmas shopping done four days left in the middle of hanukkah as well so uh that's all well and good but what is going to be some of the bigger christmas presents this year According to a new survey, there are a bunch of new tech gifts, and here is the lineup of these gadgets. Uh, number five, most bought tech gadget for Christmas, wireless headphones. Got the earbuds, got them out there. Ooh, it's so exciting. Number four is a smartwatch. I'm going to tell you right now, I never thought I'd be the smartwatch guy. Mine is several years old. I want a new one. Um, it's been so helpful, especially as I've been sick to help monitor what's going on with you and they've gotten more advanced the health things are there very good gift number four smartwatch of course very expensive as well uh number three games console so there are some playstation 5s out there some xbox series x's and of course all the other stuff that's number three also very expensive uh, number two is a tablet and number one is a smartphone Yay, let's all rush out and get a smartphone. Um, mine's due for an upgrade here at some point, too. But either way, I remember as a kid getting, you know, I, I mean, I love gadgets, always have, but, you know, you can never have enough batteries. And my stocking always weighed a ton because mom was smart. She'd always make sure there's batteries in there. <laughs> Parents sometimes way ahead of the game. Uh, in, in the sporting news, Matt Ishbia is the new owner of the Phoenix Suns and the WNBA's Mercury. He bought the teams for a record price of $4 billion from uh, current owner Robert Sarver, who's going through <clears throat> a lot of uh, nonsense and just not a very good person. Pretty much forced to sell these teams. And now he's uh, he's he's gotten $4 billion for being a jerk. So uh, there's that. And some unfortunate news. Steelers Hall of Famer Franco Harris... The Immaculate Reception has passed away. He died at 72. Uh, his son, Doc, told the Associated Press that his father died overnight. No cause of death was given. And this comes just days before the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. Um, I think there were some ceremonies and things like that that were going to be planned as well. So uh, very unfortunate news here this morning. Uh, Tyler, our engineer, came in this morning. He's like, did you hear the news? And I'm like, oh, no, what happened? So thank you to him for, you know, giving me that update. 
And this is hilarious. Now, I'm not trying to rip on Avatar The Way of the Water, okay? But Edie Falco, she stars in the movie as well. And uh, she, of course, from The Sopranos. Uh, she recently said uh, that uh, she, she, quote, I saw the first one when it was out. The second Avatar I shot four years ago. I've been busy and doing stuff. Somebody mentioned Avatar, and I thought, oh, I guess it came out, and it didn't do very well because I didn't hear anything about it. It happens. Someone recently said Avatar is coming out, and I said, oh, it hasn't come out yet. <laughs> I will never work again because I said that. Hilarious, and uh, it continues to make a whole bunch of money. Um, uh, I mean, I think it had a, like a $16 million Monday, uh, something like that. Either way, that's pretty damn funny because uh, it has been a long time since they shot the movie because all the special effects and everything that they've been doing for that. So uh, there you go. Now, uh, coming up here, a chance in just a few for you to win some tickets, baby. Fit for a King is coming to town in February. Uh, we'll get you set up with those via Pop Culture Smackdown here in just a few. But let's get another peek at your traffic, okay? After with Nick and Big J. Yep, February 21st, we got a band coming to town. Well, a whole tour. Fit for a King, a great band, man. It's going to be an awesome show out at the Knitting Factory. And we got tickets to give to you for free. Well, they're not quite free, so here's the deal. Uh, you got to call up uh, the old... Uh, X's phone number, 208-287-1003. And then compete, compete against another listener that you will meet on the phone for the first time, probably, in pop culture, SmackDown. I'll ask questions. You give the answers. Find us some contestants. Hello, the X. What's going on? Not much, man. What's your name? Dustin. Dustin. All right, man, you hold on. Oh, we still We need somebody else. To call? What's the deal? Nobody wants to go to Fit for a King. You got all too busy to call, you slackers. See, sometimes we try to pretend like the phone lines don't ring. Sometimes, and sometimes they don't. But uh, you're afraid of metal music. I get it. I know Dustin isn't. You're not, right? Nope. No way. <laughs> no. In fact, I would say that's probably your specialty. Indeed, it is. All right, well, um, let's see. I'm going to give it another few seconds because it seems like uh, the Treasure Valley is filled with cowards this morning and are too afraid. Or they're being responsible and the roads out there are terrible and you shouldn't be calling and driving at the same time. Maybe that's the possibility. What do you think, Dustin? I'm going to say I'm parked. All right, finally, finally, somebody who's not a coward. Hey, who is this? Kirsten. Kirsten? You're not a coward, are you? No. <laughs> All right, well, you're going up against Dustin. Dustin, I know you're going to get this question probably wrong. Uh, what actor has played the, a superhero in the most movies? Is it Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, or Robert Downey Jr.? Uh, of course you give me that. Well, it wasn't, uh, it's just like a question that was, you know, for anybody. You just happen to be yeah. the person who got it. Say Chris, Evans. Chris Evans is your answer? Yeah. No, that's that's wrong. That's wrong, buddy. I'm sorry. Uh-oh. He's not good. He doesn't watch any of the superhero movies. How about you, Kirsten? What was the question again? The question is, what actor has played a superhero in the most movies? Is it Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, or Robert Downey Jr.? Uh, Robert Downey Jr. 
Yes, that's actually 100% right, because he's played Iron Man. He's made the most appearances in all the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, hey, you win. You hold on. We'll get your information. Nice to meet you. Cool. And then the phones light up. Sometimes it's necessary to poke the bears. That's you, folks. Thank you for responding at some point. I appreciate that. Uh, We'll have more fun uh, stuff to talk about here, probably probably Christmas-related. can guarantee that. That's next here on the morning after. Metallica enters Sandman here in the morning after with Nick and Big J. And, uh, you know... Eastbound 94 is up to speed between Napa and Boise. The connector slows between the River Street... All right. It's happened to me twice this morning. Gosh darn it. It's my fault, though. Uh, yes, uh, it is the morning after with Nick and Big J. And I was just about to say, before I rudely interrupted myself uh, by hitting the wrong button, is that... Um, with four days left to Christmas, uh, it, it occurred to me that uh, I was like, hey, you know what? I, I don't re- remember necessarily what the kids have been asking for Christmas. And do we have that all taken care of? I've really been out of it this uh, last month or so. And, uh, you know, when I was a kid, of course, you would sit down and you would take a lot of thought what you wanted for Christmas and you would make a list. Obviously, from the old uh, legend, making a list and then Santa's going to check it twice. All that sort of stuff. But now, in the modern age, I don't know if this has hit you parents or not, but the kids delivering up to you their list via Amazon, on an Amazon list. And it's just so non-traditional, but now it's becoming tradition. And anti, uh, it just seems like it's so... uh, informal and uh, not intimate in any way shape or form uh and of course the thing is on amazon you have everything that you in the world you can put on that list and so this year the wife said hey kids and she made a uh like a i guess a category for all of them and said hey put on the list what you want and it almost sounded like to me like there was a guarantee of that that was they were going to get that they put it on the list and here's the thing you don't get bashful when you're putting stuff on a list like that like it doesn't matter if it's 20 bucks or 300 dollars. so yeah i put stuff on a list it was very expensive and now i don't know what i'm and i was and we were told also to uh delete our amazon app from our devices so we couldn't see because uh i've got uh our our, uh our oldest maddie and her girlfriend adara uh, they own a house and they live in nampa and so uh they're on our amazon prime account and you know so we can see all the stuff that they order and sometimes they accidentally get stuff sent to our house uh and that's funny and all the credit card every everything is on there and gets shared so you know you get alerts when something gets delivered and so that will spoil christmas like nobody's business not that that's a big concern in our household anymore, uh, as we usually know what we're getting for Christmas. But this year, the wife is like, hey, I deleted the app for my phone, so I couldn't get notifications, and I turned them all off of my email. So I have no idea what's coming and going. I mean, I, who knows? Who knows what's up? But I don't know if that's been the same case with you out there, everybody else in the world. But that's what's been going on in the Big J household anyways uh, for Christmas this year. And it just seems, you know... It's not nearly as fun. And maybe that's just kid because our kids are older now and we're getting older. Basically, getting older sucks. And we should have listened to ourselves when we're young and, in, and instead of being in a hurry to get older is basically what I'm saying. I also hope I got everything that I asked for. Uh, later down the road, I'll be told that I got it and it was for Christmas. Indeed. There you go. Uh, coming up here in a little bit, we'll have another chance for you to win something with... Um, bad impressions and um who knows we'll talk about 
We'll talk about something. You'll figure it out. It's getting to be that time of year where there's not a whole lot of stuff going on. You know what I'm saying? Some Godsmack there for you to keep away here on the morning after. Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks. And uh, for once in history, England is stealing an American television show to use on their airwaves. Now, back in the 90s, I'm not sure if you remember this, but let, let me let me play the theme song for you. And uh, maybe you you, uh, you folks that are my age will remember. From Universal Studios, remember this. Hollywood. Oh, gosh. American Gladiators, baby. American Gladiators. Dude, this show was so dumb. So dumb. But uh, it was uh, something that we watched for many years. And uh, basically, if you're not familiar with the the premise there of American Gladiators, uh, it was ripped, yoked, muscle hamsters, all decked out in spandex. And uh, they were playing obstacle games and physical games with regular everyday people for money and then entertainment on television. Um, Now, uh, the show is going to be returning in May to England. But here's the catch. And this is the interesting thing. Uh, The gladiators will compete in feats of skill, agility and strength against ordinary people. But this time around, the gladiators won't be able to use steroids. Instead... They'll be tested for performance-enhancing drugs. So, sorry, Liver King and a whole bunch of other people. No steroids for you. Um, So, uh, we'll see what that looks like and uh, if there'll be any regular... uh, I mean, just, you know, listen, there's no doubt about it. Not all of the American Gladiators were steroided out, but most of them. And unfortunately, I think a couple of them have passed away since then. Uh, Thunder and the Laser and God, man... Uh, it was crazy to watch, but uh, they'll have the same uh, new version. I'm sure we'll see some clips about it, but, man, I remember watching that show. <laughs> so many stupid shows from the 90s. Oh, let me tell you. So there you go. Take it, England. Enjoy. Thank you for The Office and all the other shows you've given us. Not a fair trade, I don't think. All right, bad impressions on the way. We'll give you a chance to win some tickets to uh, VIP tickets for the lounge at the end of the universe. Coming up next here on The Morning After. So far, I'm not impressed. On The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yeah, bad impressions brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. More than just Subaru, they're the Idaho Center pre-owned Superstore. And we got tickets, man, to VIP style, by the way, to the lounge at the end of the universe. Always something going on. Uh, we will have lounge in later this week and find out what's happening. But you can also check out the events board at loungeboise.com. You know how bad impressions works. So I give you some clues. You figure out what celebrity I'm talking about, and boom, you win. It's that simple. You need to dial it up, though. 208-287-1003. Should be pretty easy today. Hello, the X. Hello? Hey, good morning. Hey, good morning. What's your name? Michael. Michael? All right, man. You know how this works. Here we go. I've got the need, the need to die doing my own stunts. Uh, Tom Cruise. There you go. Tom Cruise, indeed. Uh, Pretty easy to guess that one. You hold on, Michael. We'll get you set up and uh, say hello to you. Uh, The other clues here, when I'm not flying my own helicopter to the set, I'm skydiving to it, and we've had a pretty good run on Maverick Top Gun. 
on to the next. Now, uh, he uh, posted on his uh, Instagram uh, just the other day a thank you uh, for everybody who uh, went to Maverick Top Gun and then proceeded to jump off of a helicopter and do some skydiving. Here's the thing. There's this little featurette that's available with Paramount uh, Plus, and uh, they are doing some stuff for Dead Reckoning Part 1, the new Mission Impossible movie. And, of course, he's got to top himself every time. And this stunt is crazy. To train and get ready for this stunt that they're doing, basically, he's jumping a motorcycle off of this huge ramp in Norway into this huge canyon. And he was, A, skydiving, you know, 50 to 60 jumps a day for base jumping. And then they started doing motorcycle jumps. So uh, they show how this thing evolves. And it's something they've been doing the last few movies when it just because it makes such a big deal. And it's hard not to watch this. But is this dude going to he's going to he's going to kill himself one of these stunts because everyone seems to get bigger and bigger. He's only getting older. Dude's like in his 60s. It's crazy. Anyways, and he's a Scientologist, whatever. Uh, There you go. We're going to wrap the show up here next on the morning after. It's three days, Grace. I am the weapon here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Into day number three solo when we did it. We did it together. Gave away some tickets to Fit for a King. Uh, got another qualifier for the Christmas movie Catastrophe. You'll have another chance with Adam and Jason Drew coming up here in a little bit. Uh, the Axes of Christmas. Uh, so far, so fun. And uh, gave you a review of the movie Falling for Christmas starring Lindsay Lohan. Not a great movie. You can avoid at all costs. Plenty of other Christmas movies out there to check out. So uh, there you go. We'll be back at it tomorrow. Do the whole thing all over again as we get another day closer to Christmas. I hope you all have a great and fantastic day. And like I said, uh, Jason Drew on the way. we got some Rob Zombie coming up here and some five-figure death punch. That's all next here on The Morning After. The Morning After podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.